Have you ever been tempted to give up or check out in your walk with God? Have you been at a place in life's journey where you felt overwhelmed and overshadowed by life's obstacles, setbacks, or heartaches? It could be you are at such a place right now, a place where you are hungering for hope. If so, then Hope Along the Journey podcast is a ministry of encouragement created specifically with you and others just like you in mind. And now, here is your host, Mark Cravens, to share a word of encouragement with you today. Thank you, friends, for joining us today for today's episode of Hope Along the Journey. I'm so glad that you decided to listen today. It's a joy to have you with us. I would like to ask you to do me a favor. Would you drop me an email and let me know that you're listening? I would love to hear from you. The email address is hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. Again, that's hopealongthejourney at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear what you have to say about the podcast. If you have any prayer requests or anything that I could help you with, I just would love to hear from you. I'd like to also invite you to look into our website. That's at hopealongthejourney.org. When you go to the website, you're immediately going to get a pop-up screen that's going to allow you to enter your email address so that you can subscribe to the monthly newsletter that's coming out. And again, I, I, I would just love to have you as part of the family to get the newsletter. Uh, we, we're going to let you have, you know, all the inside scoop information and know what's going on in advance and some of the neat things that are happening with Hope Along the Journey. So again, just go to hopealongthejourney.org and enter your email address. And starting in May, we're going to begin putting out our monthly newsletter. One of my great delights in doing this uh, ministry is that I get to meet so many wonderful people from around the country, and God just brings people into my life in such a wonderful way. And one of those people that he's brought into my life is none other than Jody Nisnik. Jody, welcome to Hope Along the Journey. Mark, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to be with you today. I just wish everybody could see your smile because that would sell the whole thing if everybody could see your smile and and your spirit. We just you and I just recorded. We just yes, finished we up did. recording. And so I'm gonna be on your podcast. And now we just took a deep breath and now we're starting the recording for this one. She is a wife, a mother, an author, she's a Bible teacher, she spent years in ministry, she's a currently a podcaster. She's a graduate of Dallas Theological Seminary, and she lives out there in the wild, wild west in the, <laughs> in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area. And I, I didn't even ask you if you had your cowboy boots on or not, but welcome again to the podcast and to the broadcast today, Jody. Thank you, Mark. I do not have my cowboy boots on. And I'm not even sure. I think I have an old pair somewhere. Okay. I'm I'm more the city girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was looking to see if you were sipping coffee from a John Wayne mug or anything like that. So, nope. <laughs> Jody has a weekly podcast that is just an awesome podcast, and we're going to say a little bit more about that toward the end. But the title of her podcast is "So Much More: Creating Space for God." So we want to talk about your podcast in a moment, Jody. but I just kind of like for you to just share with my audience whatever you would like to share and letting them know who you are and a little bit about your background as we 
begin today's discussion. Yeah. Well, um, you gave some of the high level details. I've been married to Tim for 27 years almost, and we have two adult ish daughters and, um, love that phase of life that we're in. I served in pastoral ministry for 12 years and just recently moved out of that role. Um, as the Lord was calling me to do some more writing, I've, I'm a Bible study author and my fourth Bible study is coming out in May. And so I'm thrilled about that. Um, and then I do this podcast, which is scripture meditation based where I'm just leading people in God's word and um, creating space, hopefully for them to encounter God and just let the spirit lead them through his word. That's beautiful. Tell us a little bit about your writing. I'd, I'd like to know a little more detail about what all these Bible studies that you've been writing. Could you share some of that with us? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, I have just this fourth one coming out is a part of a series called real people, real faith. It's published by Kriegel mm-hmm. and um it's basically following characters. It's a character-driven study. So there's one on Moses. There's one on Joseph. There's one on actually a comparative study with Esther and Jonah, uh, which is really interesting characters to yes. study because they were both called to save an entire people group and they responded very differently. <laughs> so we have something to learn from them. Yes. And then the one that's coming out is on the life of Peter and following Jesus. And what can we learn from him as he followed Jesus? So they're very um, expository in many ways, but character driven as we look at the verses that journey with that character through the scriptures. Are they broken down like in weekly studies or how yeah. many days or weeks kind of so? Yeah, so they range. Those yeah, they range between eight to 10 lessons, and each lesson is broken into five days. Um, so it's question and answer format. Um, the, what's unique about my studies, not only I think is the fact that they're character driven, but also I start each lesson with a spiritual practice of some sort, some way to take head knowledge and move it into heart and hands. And whether it's intentionally worshiping God through listening to worship music um, or showing up at church on time to make sure you get to worship (laughs) the entire time, um, or actually just maybe even um, doing an act of kindness for someone that the Lord lays on your heart or even listening to somebody as a way to love them well. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways. And also meditating on God's word is another way that we can just put into practice some of the things that we are learning um, so that we, you know, try out some things in our relationship with God. Some will love and want to incorporate more on on a, you know, regular basis and some um, maybe not so much. And, you know, we try it and do it and and we don't connect with God as well there. And so we, you know, that's okay because we're all different. Mm -hmm. God's made us all different. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's beautiful though, that you do that, that you have that practical way of, of doing something because I think that's, and we'll talk probably more about that here in a minute as well, but that's kind of like a missing link sometimes, isn't it? That we don't, we, we get the theory, we get the concept, we got all that, but then like, what, well, how does that flush out in real life? What, what, what do I yeah. go and do now with all of that knowledge and understanding? Yeah, I mean, I totally find that we have a lot of information at our fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, we can listen to the greatest preachers 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet a lot of times, and even we can do these amazing Bible studies. Um, but I think a lot of times 
that is just more information Mm -hmm. that we're kind of putting into our head, but it's not actually leading to our formation. And so my hope and heart is that through these studies that we are actually opening ourselves up to be formed more into who God's made us to be and more into Jesus followers and becoming more like him. So that's really the hope. That's right. I had, I had a teacher in Bible school used to say this. He said, information without application results in stagnation. Oh, that's right. But information and application produces transformation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, and, I, and the older I get, the longer I'm in ministry, the more I see that he was probably, he's absolutely right. Somewhere mm-hmm. we've got to be more than just hearers of the word. We've got to, we've got to do something. We're called to action, that's aren't right. we? That's right. Well, I'm going to I'm going to get right into this what you're doing here in just a moment. Before I do that though, I just want to give a shout out to my sponsor and that is Dwight Ryan who is sponsoring the radio broadcast time. Dwight, thank you so much for doing this for Hope Along the Journey. He is he owns a business called Ryan's Auto Sales. That's R I N E S Ryan's Auto Sales located in Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. Now, don't let this scare you off because he has sold vehicles to people all across the United States. He's a dear friend. He's got a a whole lot full of beautiful vehicles. He'll do you a great deal. So just reach out to him at rhinesautosales.com. Again, that's rhines, R-I-N-E-S, autosales.com. Or give him a call at 570-966-2277. Now, Jody, back to your podcast, So Much More, Creating Space for God, and the Art of Biblical Meditation. Now, the moment we say meditation, we get some really strange ideas, don't we? When we talk about Christian meditation, explain for my Mm -hmm. audience what we mean by that. Yeah, well, first, let me say what it isn't. And I think this is why we get a little bit nervous when that word meditation is used, because we think of Eastern meditation, Mm -hmm. which the goal of Eastern meditation is to actually empty our minds. And biblical meditation is actually the exact opposite. It is to fill our minds with God and with the things of God. And so I am on a bit of a mission for us to reclaim that word because I think it originated with God. I think it's his truth for us. In fact, Psalm one tells us that we should meditate on his word day and night. Um, And Paul tells us that whatever's true or noble or right or lovely or admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, we should think about those things. He's basically saying, let those things roll around in your mind, meditate on them. So that's what biblical meditation is. It's actually just slowing down and focusing in on the truths held in God's word. And I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, this is a moment of honesty. You put me through the test on your <laughs> podcast. Meditation, it doesn't come easy for us, does it? We tend to live in such a hurried, busy world that we, we even, even this morning, even this morning in reading the scripture this morning, I found myself reading words and having no idea what I was reading and suddenly stopped and said, you know what? I've just read numbers of verses and I have no idea what they were saying. 
Mm-hmm. So why what is why is that challenge there? Why do you think we have this challenge, and why is meditating on God's word such a challenge for us? I think everything in our society has set us up to not be able to focus on the things that we need to focus on. Um, you know, I mean, we're rewiring our brains um, to have less attention span to want to jump around, to wander quickly from one thing to the next thing. And so, I mean, I just think it's something that we're just having to fight against to sit still and to focus on God's word, to let the clutter of the coming day or the past day or all the crazy things that come into our mind um, to let those just kind of slip away so that we can actually focus on God is incredibly difficult in this world that we live in. I want you in a moment to, to kind of walk through some of the steps with yeah. us of just of what you, uh, you sent me um, a document that I followed a process. And I want you to walk us through that in just a moment, but I want to ask you a personal question, Jody. So what does meditation look like for Jody? So when you get ready to meditate and and really focus on the Word of God, what does that take for you? What steps, what do you do to be able to really focus on God's Word? Well, I think for me, because I have the experience that you had this morning too, I have that frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, I have two different ways that I study God's Word or that I spend time with God. Mm-hmm. One is truly the study of God's Word, and that's usually um, when I'm writing or um, preparing to teach something, I'm really digging in to original audience, original words, context, and all of the you right. know Bible study tools that we have. Um, but when I'm meditating, I try to let go of getting through volumes of scripture and mm-hmm. even having right. a goal of I'm going to read even a whole psalm sometimes because I'm just going to read until the Lord kind of gives me pause. And then I, I ask the question, okay, Lord, why is that hitting me? What do you want me to notice about this? Um, And so I think I just naturally do this process. And I find that when my, I have other tools that I use as well, when I start to get jumpy and um, and you know, want my mind's wandering, I pick up my pen and I start writing and I start even writing out God's word so that I can focus on it. And so that I'll slow down and stay engaged with that one thing. Um, So there's, yeah, there's different, it just depends on the day, but I mean, there's different things that I, tools that I use to help me really be intentional with the Lord. Well, thank you, Jody. I really appreciate you sharing some of that because, you know, we're all wired so differently. Yeah. And what works, you know, it's not always a one size fits all, but at least maybe there you've, you've given us some things that maybe people could try to help them to meditate. So let's get to your uh, your process. Tell us a little bit about the process that you use, the steps. What do you call this method? Just share that yeah. information with my audience, if you would. Well, so the method I used, I borrowed from a fifth century monk. His name is St. Benedict of Nursa. And it's really just the process is actually called Lectio Divina or Lexio Divina, if you're a Latin scholar. And it's basically Latin. All it means is sacred reading. Lectio is reading and Divina is sacred or divine. 
And, um, and what he did is he had four steps to the process. And the first is to read the text the second time. And so you're just reading it just to know where the text is going. And then the second time you read and you invite the spirit to kind of help you notice, what do you want me to notice in this text? And then you take a few moments after that reading, after you've noticed something to ask the Lord, okay, so how does this apply to my life right now? Mm -hmm. Then you read again, the same text and, um, again, reflect on whatever that word or phrase is, and then just take some time to respond to the Lord through prayer, worship, confession. Um, and then at the end, there's just a final reading of the text to just remember who our God is and how he's created us and how much he loves us. Um, and so that's the process. And it's, it's really just a tool. There's nothing sacred about that process, but it is a good method to help our hearts settle into reading a short passage of scripture multiple mm-hmm. times so that we can reflect on it and invite the spirit into that process. Thank you, Jody. I really enjoyed doing this, even though I have to say I've never, I've never done it as intentional or step-by-step as yeah. you laid it out for me to, when I went through my passage, but I think a, a couple of the steps that were very meaningful to me, I think, was just number one, and that is just to be able to sit and relax, take right. deep breaths, asking God to clear my mind. And, and then, you know, I think going in, you said it, then just go into it with no real agenda mm-hmm. up front. Um. I think that that hurt, that does hurt us, doesn't it? Because so many times we yeah. go into, especially familiar passages. That's right. And we've already got our preconceived idea, and and we know what this is all about, and we just quickly glaze our eyes glaze over because we have read this mm-hmm. so many times, maybe in our life. Um, I found that to be very very helpful. I also, and this is not easy for me to do, but also journaling. You know, just writing down what what God spoke to me about. And, and we shared on the, on your podcast, which I'm hoping people will eventually listen to because you dissect me and chew me up. And no, no, just, just kidding. <laughs> not true. Not kidding. You didn't do that. <laughs> uh, but really, it, it really was profitable to me. And then I wrote a brief prayer, mm-hmm. you know, at the end. And that was extremely helpful. What have you been finding out as you have been sharing these steps with people what are people saying? What are how? What res, kind of responses are you getting back from this, Jody? Yeah, I mean, I think I have a lot of people that respond just like you did, and they are really surprised at how much the Lord had for them, even in a very familiar passage. And I do hear the, you know, because I I coach people this first reading, mm-hmm. don't have any agenda, and. I know most of us come into, especially a familiar passage with a, oh, this is what I want to talk to the Lord about, or this is what I think he's got for me. And if we can lay that agenda aside, often the spirit is actually wanting us to notice something different. Um, And so I just have a lot of people tell me I was surprised. I was surprised by how God showed up in this time and how meaningful it was for me because the word became living and active right before my eyes. Mm-hmm. And, 
and to my soul. Yes, yes. <laughs> and when you have that personal encounter with the Lord, it, I mean, it just, it feels so intimate and it feels so overwhelming in some ways and just so kind of him mm-hmm. that he would meet us in this, these, these, you know, broken, frail bodies yes, and just speak right. words of truth and life over us and invite us to abide with him in a new way or notice something different. And so, yeah, those are some of the things that I hear. And and I love what you're saying about, you know, I, I pick up on number one, this matter of the spirit, the spirit leading us, whom Jesus said when he has come, yeah. he will lead us into all truth. That's right. And, and there's a role for commentaries and there's a role for your lexicons and all of those things. But what did people do for hundreds and hundreds of years before they ever had any of those tools? That's right. You know, and there, and I think because we have these tools, we often lean quickly on those tools versus listening to what the Holy Spirit, who inspired the scriptures to be written, wants to draw from those to say to us and apply yeah. to our hearts. It's not that it, he says something that's in conflict. But the application is very personal, yes. and sometimes the focus, what you what you see, when we've all experienced this, I've read this passage so many times, but today when I read it, I saw something I'd never seen before. That's right. And I was going to echo exactly what you just said, that God has something different to say to each of us, still true to the heart of the word and the integrity of the word, not making the word to mean different things, right. but it means something different to us because it's a living and active word and we're yes. living and active people. Mm-hmm. And when those two things coincide, they should, God's got something different to say to you, Mark, yes. than he does to me because we're different people and we're doing different things. And, you know, he needs to convict me of something different than he needs to convict you of. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite writers was E. Stanley Jones, and, and I'll never forget reading E. Stanley Jones' comment, and I don't remember which book it was now, but he said, every day I come to the Scripture and I say these words, have you seen him whom my soul loveth? Mm-hmm. And he said, then the Holy Spirit takes me by the hand and leads me beyond the written word into the presence of the living word. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And that, Yeah, it's, but it's true. And because that's the other thing I notice in your comments and what you keep reiterating, that this is about interacting with God. This is time, not just reading scripture, but this is an opportunity for the God who inspired this book to reveal himself through the pages of this book to interact with us in a very personal and real way. Yes, and there is nothing better than to meet with your creator. That's right. <laughs> and, you know, and this is one of the things that I'm so passionate about with reading God's word in this way. It is, you know, like I said before, study, and you've said this too, study is essential. Mm-hmm. Understanding the true mm-hmm. context and all of those things, I, I would never throw that out. Um, and yet I know so many people that are like, oh, I just get lost or it feels boring to me or, and I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> no, no, because right. God's word is living and active. And if you can experience that with the, with the, you know, the spirit taking your hand and guiding you into the presence of God, mm-hmm. then, right. I mean, what more beautiful thing is there? 
So I want to tie this in with my podcast, even though we're getting down where we don't have a whole lot of time left. And that is, and, and I think the, we know the answer, but I, I want to underscore it is, so how can this help people who are hungry for hope find hope along their journey? What's, what's the connection here? Yeah, I mean, for me, it is that the living God loves you. And he has sent his word, made sure that it would be preserved for thousands of years so that we can hold it in our hands. And it is, you know, and you've, it's right. been said before, it's his love letter to us, but it is, it's his love letter to us. And so when you need hope, there is hope in his word Amen. and his spirit is just longing to usher us into that hope and help us see it. And, and I think that is so important for us to realize because when, when hope is lost or when mm-hmm. hope is, seems to have diminished, there is nowhere to find hope any greater than in the pages of God's Word that is filled with messages of hope, hope that we can find not down the road, but hope right now in our journey in life. That's right. And that hope. Yes, and, and I would say go to the Psalms. Just yes, start reading yes. the Psalms. Those are the cries of God's people mm-hmm. seeking his presence because they need hope. Yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. Well, and we're going we're gonna to try to wrap things up here in the next couple of minutes. Before we do, uh, Jody, again, thanks for being, man, thanks for being on the, the Hope Along the Journey podcast and broadcast today. There's so much more I'd like to ask you. But I want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody a little bit more about how they can connect with your resources, how they can find you on social media, how they can listen to your podcast, how they might even be able to get a copy of this beautiful breakdown of these steps. So tell, just yeah. share all this information with us. Well, the first thing you can do is find everything at jodynisnick.com and it's J-O-D-I-E-N-I-Z-N-I-K. And there you can download a free Lectio Divina journal where I walk you through what it is. And there's space that you can take notes as you move through uh, the process, either on your own or with the podcast. There's links to the podcast there. There's links to my books there. Um, of course, those are on Amazon and Christian book as well. So that's really the hub to go to, but I'm also on social media and my Instagram is called creating space for God. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on Facebook at Jody Nisnik. That's great. Uh, Jody, what I'm going to make sure that we do too, is that we put some of these links on the site of the special on the podcast. We make these available where people can go to it and can click those links and go to your website and go to some of your other social media sites because I really do feel like that what what you are trying to get across to people, what you're trying to share with people can be truly life-transforming for them. Yeah. Um, Not because of the method, but because of the Word itself. That's right. You know, that is able to to change and convert and, and literally save our souls. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that they they get in touch with that. What looking forward? I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this, but like, okay. So what's ahead for Jody? What what are you looking? What's the next project? Next dream that you're kind of looking at? Um, any any milestones that are kind of out there? Whether they be even foggy or not, or just something that you're looking forward to as you look to the future? What do you want to do more of, or something yeah. new you want to do? 
I mean, I love writing Bible studies. I love leading people into God's word, whether it's through scripture meditation or through asking good questions and helping them notice things in God's word. So, I mean, my heart and hope is that I keep getting to do that and teaching God's word wherever people welcome me in to do that. Um, So those are the things that I just, I'm passionate about. I think the Lord has called me for and equipped me to do. And so I'm just kind of step-by-step following him and um, yeah, I hope I get to keep writing and keep doing it. It's just, it's delightful to be able to do what I'm doing. It it feels like you've kind of found your sweet spot, right? I think maybe I have for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe, it, maybe when you were 16, you never stepped down and said, now when I grow up, here's what I'm going to do, you know? Oh, this was never what I thought I would do. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how God it takes us, you know, I on a journey and then we find out we're doing stuff we just love to do, but it, man... 30, 40 years ago, we said, you're kidding. You know, I'm going to do that and really enjoy doing that. But God is so good in in the way he leads all of us. Mm -hmm. Well, again, Jody, thanks for being on today's episode of Hope Along the Journey. And we'll get you back sometime. We'll have you back Sounds great. It was so fun to be here. And thank you, uh, listeners, for listening today. I just, again, appreciate so much you listening to the broadcast and to the, the podcast Again, we'd love to hear from you, so send us an email or visit us on the website. We just would love to be with you. I want to remind you again, as I always say at the close of every episode, that Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. If you look to him, you'll find hope along the journey. God bless you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to know more about Hope Along the Journey, or if you would like to make a donation to show your support and appreciation for this ministry, then visit our website at hopealongthejourney.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again for more Hope Along the Journey.